You're listening to the Crochet Conversations podcast with Ines and Mel, and this is episode 27, The Battle of the Socks, Crochet versus Knit. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Hi guys, hope everybody had a great week. I hope you've started on your Christmas projects, uh, if you're crocheting it that is, and Today we have a quick questions for you guys and I think it will be a great part two of last week's episode and mm-hmm. that's about socks. Yeah, socks. We mentioned a lot about the gifts and uh, I was saying that how I love receiving, I would love to receive socks. So yeah, so today's quick questions comes from one of you guys via our Instagram and it's all about socks. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be perfect to share with you all. So I'm just going to read her question a little bit. She says, I'm looking to make crochet socks soon and I'm curious if you have any suggestions for patterns or tips. She goes on to say, I made thick fluffy slipper socks before but they don't really have much stretch to them so they are best for sitting by the fire so they don't fall off as I walk. I know that knit typically works better for that thinner and stretchier fabric but I only know crochet and was curious if you have any suggestions. Hmm, so, okay. this has been a topic of contention, I think, throughout the whole like crochet, knit, fiber art world type. Right. You know, because I feel like there's always this battle between crochet and knit. Right. Okay, so she and I went on to have a little bit of a conversation on Instagram, which is, if you guys know me by now, if you message me, uh-huh. <laughs> talking about crochet or knit, I'm going to talk to yeah, you forever. Yeah, go on and on, right. Yep, so we had a little conversation, and she is from the US, right? So she went to explain that, you know, it's most people get shocked when she says she doesn't knit. Right. And when she walks into a yarn shop or a yarn place, stall to buy yarn, Everyone sort of gives her like funny looks because she doesn't knit. Right, because she only knows how to crochet. Yeah, and I think that, and she, I mean, she went on to share that there is sort of like a stigma that knit is a little bit better or more like supreme, you know, like knit is better than crochet. Oh, I see. And I completely agree with her sentiment that she feels people think that way. Right. Not that either one is better, right? Correct, right, right. Which we also had an episode about, uh, you know, crochet versus knit. Yeah, exactly. We did share a little bit on a previous episode, crochet versus knit, right? Yeah. And the result of that was that not one is better than the other. They yeah. both sort of have its own uses. Right. But so before we get into the question, I'd like to talk a little bit about this conception that maybe knitting is easier or knitting is classier. Okay. Right? And that people who crochet have sort of like the cheaper end of the deal, kind of. Right. And this is something that you have heard uh, as well. This is something that I feel like I've experienced before, although it's not really said out loud. Okay, okay. So I feel like most people think that knitting still kind of reigns supreme and crochet is viewed as a little bit more cheap. And I think the reason for that is because crochet definitely has a more handmade look. Right. Versus, you know, knit, where if you knit something in like a stockinette stitch, okay. or you use a loom, it's going to have the same look no matter what you do, right? Right. 
it's just down to the person, to the knitter's uh, skill set or level, whether mm. they create holes in their work or not. But right. generally, it looks the same. Okay, I understand what you mean. Like, it really does look, it's like, it's handmade, li- it's yeah, obviously. Yeah, I yeah. mean, knit does have that little bit more refined look versus crochet looks a little bit more rugged, right? Yeah. And for that reason, I think when you go into a yarn place, people don't expect you to spend good money on good quality yarn, which is, you know... Um, this person who texted us on Instagram also sort of mimicked that right. that sentiment. And that's all the way in the US and we are here in Asia. Yeah. And it's still kind of the same thing. Yeah, and I guess also because you can use machines to, to knit. Create, yeah, to, so, to create knit fabrics. Yeah, exactly. So that gives off that look uh, and that consistency that a machine can, can do. And that's the most common thing you Perception, see out there. Yeah. Right? Where and people I think, sell that, that wear. And I think because of that, even amongst like fiber artists like crochet artists and knit and knitters not i didn't not say knit artists on purpose <laughs> it's just that crocheters feel funny to say and i'm just so used to introducing myself as a crochet, crochet artist, artist right, right so yeah. I, what i meant was crochet and knit okay people who crochet on knit. i think there's this common mindset that because they create nicer more clean more refined looking pieces of fabric using knit it makes knit a little bit classier than crochet right but i think i have I don't think that's true at all. I've seen really, really good quality pieces made from crochet. Yeah. yeah. You know, there is this YouTube video going on about how this girl spent 400 hours crocheting a wedding dress out of a tissue paper or toilet paper or something. And she basically bundled toilet paper up into long strips and then dipped them in glue, let them dry, and she's crocheted really flexible nice wedding dress oh my goodness that's like a totally different level and i think i've i I posted it to our facebook to share with you guys and i just think it's wonderful and it's not something that i think correct Mm. me if i'm wrong okay i hope i'm not wrong but i don't think it's something you can do in knit right right. you probably could create like the base of it but you can't knit really wonderful 3d kind of objects in knit i don't think at least right okay so, and I think like the general view is like, if you can't knit, crochet instead. Uh, I see where you're coming from, yeah. You know, so she went on to share quite hilariously that she stubbornly refuses to pick up knit at all because yeah. she's like, let me show you what, what I can do. What crochet can do, right? Yeah, that's right. And I feel like because I'm someone who does both, I can sort of see both ends of it. Yeah. So let's jump into making socks, okay? And how this conversation sort of sort of led into the idea of making socks whether knit or crochet. Yeah. Because I feel like it's kind of similar in the sense that when people see crochet socks or or you don't normally associate crochet with socks. Right. right? If you tell someone I'm going to give you a handmade pair of socks they're going to they're gonna assume that it's it's done in knit. Yeah, because commonly or most. Yeah, like of most, the time, like ninety nine percent of socks is knit. in the industry is knitted. Right. Right. It's it's just on a machine or whether it's done at home. Right. Like handmade. Mm-hmm. So when I think that crochet socks, it's still something that's not widely done in the industry. I must say, and so when people do like crocheters like us try to find patterns and you know like tips and suggestions for making socks like in crochet i feel like it gets a little bit difficult because no one talks about it because it's just not something people do right i see i see what you mean and i think the reason for that is people assume that if i'm gonna crochet socks it's not gonna look as nice it's not gonna feel as soft because you can't get that stretchier fabric that you know this our listener wrote in about you know how she can't 
you know, she knows knitting is better for making it thinner. And I mean, if you're going to wear socks in your shoes, you kind of want them to be thin and nice and stretchy. Right, yeah, of course. You don't want them thick and chunky and sliding off everywhere with no yeah. extra stretch, right? Which is probably why most socks are, are, are knit. It are just knitted. makes more sense. Yep, and in general, knit creates a really nice, smooth, thin, like flexible piece of mm-hmm, fabric, mm-hmm. unlike crochet. But there is a workaround to it, and we're going to cover that in today's episode. Okay. So what I've done is I've isolated a few of the issues that I think she's facing. And in fact, I think if anyone were to try to crochet socks, I think that we would all sort of face the same sort of issues. Okay. Right? So I've isolated a few. One of which is that there is no stretch, or that your fabric is a little bit too stiff and too tight. The second thing is that it's not thin enough right. to be comfortable. And the last one is that, are there patterns out there? Like, what can I do to make my work easier right. and more comfortable, you know, at the end result? Yeah, because like you mentioned, it's quite difficult to find, you know, available yep. patterns online. That's right. So what I've done is I have broken it down into seven different, like, steps or tips rather. They're not in order. It's just seven different things that I, I want to talk about that might help with your socks creating, <laughs> like socks creation. Right. Okay, and I'm laughing because I would never ever want to crochet socks. I might actually try after this after this episode. Would you? Yeah. I mean, if you try, I might try with you. No. And I'll do the left and you do the right. Oh, okay, oh my because goodness, that's the re- such a good idea. Because the reason for me not ever wanting to crochet socks is because I cannot finish one full sock sew in the ends, make it look beautiful, and then have to repeat that process all over again. Okay, which we will talk about that later. And I'm quite an intuitive crochet, I think. Okay, and what that means is that I'm super lazy, which means I don't <laughs> write things down. I like to crochet and like go along as like if I, you know, with yeah. what I'm feeling in the moment. I'm not going to write it down. I'm not like super highly vigilant about documenting things, which mm-hmm. you should be, as I've mentioned many times yes, in this yes you know, series of episodes. So for that reason, I like to just go crochet with how I'm feeling in the moment. And if I forget what I'm doing, I I forget. I'm just not going to, I'm just not in the habit of writing things yeah, down. Yeah, and that definitely makes it hard for you to do an exact replica of another piece uh, once you're done with the first piece. Exactly. And I feel like if I were to start a second piece after finishing my first piece, if I'm really happy with it, I just want to be done. <laughs> It's, you know, I've done the work, I've put, yeah. in the, I've put in the stitches, I've put in the man hours, I've seen the final result of that one side of the sock. Yeah. And I want to wrap it up and conclude that project. Okay, okay. Yeah, to I make can the see that. other side would feel like I'm undoing my process all over again. It feels like I'm de-progressing. Okay, we can change that mindset. Like, after doing the first one, and you're so happy with the first one that you want to I would do never, it again. I okay. would never. Oh, oh well. I, you know, I have such a short attention span yeah. with crochet. I mean, that's why, you know, I have 30, 40 over whips. You know, this yeah. is... You know, well known, yes. <laughs> referring back to our episode about whips. Uh-huh. Right? And I'm the poly whip pride girl. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so my Proudly attention... known. My attention span is so short for projects. I don't think I can last... You know, making yeah. at all. If I do do another pair, another side of the sock, it has to be in a different color because I think I can deal with making multiple socks if they're all in different colors <laughs> and different you know tones and different color schemes and different yarn, and that would make it interesting every time. It's like starting a new project, but don't make me repeat that same thing twice on the other side. So if I ever crochet socks for you, <laughs> they're gonna be it's gonna be different. You're gonna have a bunch of single colored socks. 
Right, and you know what? <laughs> that will eliminate the problem of you never finding your second sock because it doesn't exist. That's true, that's <laughs> true. I would just have to colour match it Accordingly, perfectly. Yep. And it, it, I think it's a trend, right? People wearing two different colour socks. I don't think so, but I th- I think we it can is. start that trend. I think it is. Let's just leave it at that. I think it is. Okay, so now let's jump right in, okay? I have seven different steps or... Not steps, but seven different tips for you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one is let's use softer yarn. The softer you can go with your yarn, I think the result is better because you already have that advantage before you start that your socks is gonna be it's gonna be extra soft because you've made it with extra soft yarn. Right, right. You're not trying to manipulate stiff hard yarn or like acrylic into something that's really soft and pliable, it's just not going to work. Right. Right. So why don't we set ourselves up for success that way by using really nice, soft, woolen material. Right. So I mean, obviously you start off with something softer, it's going to help with one of the issues where you were mentioning that it, it's, you know, stiffer. it's stiffer, yeah. right? So you want to just kind of eliminate that problem right from the start and just work with softer yarn to begin with. Uh, and softer yarn, you know, the softer the better because crochet is basically a series of knots, right? And we all mm-hmm. know that it's knots rather than loops, which is what we find in knit. And I feel like you can feel certain stitches, like for example, a slip stitch, on your in the fabric and if you're gonna wear it on your feet you're gonna right, feel, you can it feel it even more too, right, right? That makes sense. so the softer the fabric the more you counter the all the different knots and the feeling of the knots on your skin yeah that the crochet stitch would make right yeah the softer yarn sort of counters that right from the start right what would you uh, what kind of materials would you recommend then for socks, yeah, I think I would recommend like not cotton. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where it's one of the really rare items that I say don't use cotton because if oh, you okay. know me, you know my love for cotton. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised. I love cotton yarn. I love how natural it feels, and I love how sturdy it is, and it just has a more solid feeling as compared to other materials like acrylic or wool. And for that reason, because it it's nice and thick and solid, you don't want it for socks. So I go in the opposite direction and say, don't use cotton. My best recommendation, I think, would be try to stick to wool um, and not acrylic also because acrylic is sort of quite a synthetic material and so it's not going to be very comfortable. And I don't think acrylic washes or wears as well as another material, say like wool would. Okay. And for that reason, my number one choice for socks, I think, would either be merino wool or alpaca wool. Okay. Because um, if you've ever felt that in a mm-hmm. store, it feels so soft and squishy. Right. And even though it's like kind of soft and squishy and fat, the yarn itself, like the ply, the loft is really thin. So would it be okay to get material that's mixed? For example, like 50% wool and 50% like of the Like the fibre content? Yeah, correct. I guess you could, although I, I would rather have it 100% something, especially if it sucks and you're going to get really, like, a lot of wear out of it, or right. if you're gifting it to someone, you want to be able to just tell them it's 100% something, and it's easy to care for. Right, I think sense. this has got to do with the aftercare of something. Okay. When it's like a mix. You know, when it's like 50% wool or 50% polyester or okay. acrylic cotton or whatever. It makes the aftercare, the washing, a bit more difficult. Right. Because that's when fabrics get tricky to right, wash, right? right? Of course, yeah. But if it's 100% something, I think it's quite straightforward that way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if I'm going to be getting, you know, wool, it's already expensive. I'm, I want to invest 
in good quality materials, you know, for my little feet. <laughs> okay, yeah. My next tip for crocheting socks would be to go down a hook size. And this is in conjunction, like combined with using the softer yarn to go down a hook size because I feel like most of the recommended hook size is a little bit, um, it has tension that's a little bit too loose for me. And I'm talking about the recommended hook size that comes with the yarn's label. Right, okay, right? yeah. And I feel, for, for me at least, it's always a little bit looser than what I'm comfortable with. And what happens when you crochet socks in that recommended, you know, hook size that's a little bit too loose is that over time, it's going to stretch out even more. And then it's going to slip and slide everywhere and it's not going to be very functional. Uh, right. And the reason why knit is so wonderful for socks is because it doesn't do that. It doesn't slip and slide, right? So we want to just try to learn from our knitting, you know, cousin and use a smaller hook size combined with the softer yarn. And it gives you a tighter weave because of the smaller hook size, but a softer material because of the softer yarn. So how much smaller do, should I go down in terms of hook size? Okay, this leads me to my next point then. So let's talk about my next point, which is to swatch. Okay. And although I say go down a hook size, you don't, you don't just jump to the next smaller one. You want to be able to create a couple of swatches right based on different varying hook sizes smaller than what you have okay. so let me give you an example in exact numbers that we can understand okay so let's say the yarn label says four millimeter crochet hook like a four mm crochet hook size and that's the recommended hook size you know try with a 3.5 and try with a three mm -hmm. you know have two different swatches because you need to know what your swatch is anyway so you might as well do it in a smaller hook size right and if you decide you don't like the the feeling of it or like the end result, you can always go back to a four millimeter if that's what you want. I think in general, especially with making socks, especially with making things that you have to make doubles of, right? But you always want to create swatches, and I I think it's so funny because I hate swatch, <laughs> and I always tell you guys to create swatches, and I yeah. feel like I'm repeating myself at this point. But you really have to make swatches, especially with socks, because if you were extra stressed when you first made it your tension is going to be much tighter, even though you try not. And once you get comfortable, your second sock is going to be much looser because you're you're confident now, right? You yeah. know what you're doing. You're not so stressed. And so that reflects in your work, whether you want it or not. Yeah. And I guess like with the first sock, you kind of already know what it's going to look like and how it's going to feel. So you, know, you would think making the second one... Would be easy. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't feel it now, like I don't think you feel the difference now, but give it a few washes, give it a few weeks, maybe months if you're really good. Yeah. You're going to feel it, especially when it starts to loosen in the wash and... Right. Right. You know, when the stitches tighten up, the difference is going to be like really pronounced. Right, of course. So always, always swatch. I'm so sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but you cannot get away yeah. with not swatching. But we do understand the importance of swatching. You know? Yeah, which is why I say it all the time. And I have to work at getting better at swatching too. Yeah. I don't do it as much as I should. But, you know, this is a reminder to us all that we cannot avoid swatching yeah. no matter how much we try. So that's point number three. Now let's move on to point number four. And this has got to do with the pattern that you choose, right? So my point number four is to avoid all kinds of slip stitch. Okay. We want to avoid working in rows 
and start working in the round because if you work in the round, you're basically just going in a spiral around your little feeties all the way to the ankles. So you avoid any sort of slip knot or any sort of knots that you can really feel once you're wearing it. And again, I say you don't feel it immediately, but once you're wearing your sock for like an eight hour work day, you're going to really feel it. Right, and right, we want to avoid that because that is what is going to make it uncomfortable. And the reason why we don't face this issue in knit is because we don't make knots in knit, right? No knit knots, <laughs> just <laughs> crochet knots. You can find lots of free sock patterns or even paid sock patterns on websites like Ravelry. I think like Wool in the Gang, maybe they have some or like Yarnspirations websites. I'm sure you can find socks patterns somewhere. Even independent makers on their blogs would have sock patterns. And you want to kind of sieve through them, especially if you're not too comfortable, uh, confident in the sort of yarn you're using and it's not as soft as you'd like it to. Maybe sieve through a few of the patterns first and see whether it works in the round all the way to the top. Mm. If you see that it needs a slip stitch somewhere, do up a small swatch until that point and then wear it for a while and see. If you don't like it, or if you start to feel it, then you know you want to avoid that pattern. But let's just avoid that entirely from the get-go and don't even choose a pattern that has knots, like slip knots in them because you're going to feel it and we, let's just avoid it from the start. So that's point number four. Point number five would be to replace all your single crochets with half double crochets. Okay. And I think this will be for the more intermediate to advanced crocheters because you really need to understand your pattern and how you're going to be able to modify your pattern based on what was given to you. Because using a single crochet in place of a half double or vice versa is going to adjust the sizing of your sock based on the pattern. Right. So if you replace all your single crochets with half doubles, it's going to affect the sizing and you're going to have a sock much bigger. A workaround is maybe go down a, a size, a sock size, maybe go two or three sizes down depending on your swatch. Right. So there's no way to avoid the swatch, especially if you're doing modifications. Yeah, correct. So the reason we want to try to replace our singles with half doubles is because I feel like half doubles are squishier. They're not as tight knitted or tight woven or, you know, they're not as tight stitches as single crochets are. Correct. And half double, because it's squishier, it's, it's the height of a single crochet but with the fabric, with the amount of fabric as a double crochet. The way I see it, a half double is basically a double crochet squished into the size <laughs> of a single crochet Yeah, height. correct, yeah. So with that in mind, you get the same sort of amount of stitches or rows, but with much squishier fabric. And the more fabric you have, the more softer fabric you have, right. it's going to be a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Because so you're going to feel like you're walking in clouds. Right. Can so me that this is... Basically, you're trying to avoid it being so stiff again, right? Yes, correct. And I think in general, half double crochet, because it's more fabric in between, it gives you more stretch as well. Mm. Because a single crochet, I mean, you guys know, it, it produces really tight, stiff, tough fabric. No matter how soft you are, you're, you're working with, or no matter how soft your yarn is, a single crochet just produces stiffer fabric. And that's yeah. just the way it is, right? But, so replacing them with half double will give you like more squish and softer and I think it's going to be, you know, much more comfortable in the long run. Of course, keep in mind that this would require you, again, like I said, to swatch. So please swatch before you start to modify because your pattern is not going to work if you don't try a swatch first. Okay, so point number six now um, is we want to try to double the yarn around the heel section. 
Oh, okay. And I think this is nothing to do with a crochet versus knit thing. I think this has just got to do with sock making. But I do think if we want a fabric that works, if you want a sock that is functional and doesn't slide off your feet, you want it to hug your feet nicely, right? And so I think that doubling the yarn around the heel section can also prolong the life of your sock. Right, okay. Because if you think about it, which is the part of your sock that gets the most wear? Yeah, yeah, the, the heel area. Yeah, it's really the heel and maybe sometimes the toe. Uh, but I think you should not double the yarn around the toe section. I, I have seen some patterns that do tell you to do that, but I think it makes it so uncomfortable, especially, you know, when you can start to feel it around your big yeah, toes. because it's at the end, right? Yeah, and even with knitted socks sometimes, or socks that you buy from a store, if the toe section is a little bit, you know, like stiff, you can feel the stitching, you can feel the knots. Yeah. So what more with crochet, right? Yeah. So try not to double the yarn for the toe section, but do it for the heel section. And I think in general, it mimics what we know as fabric technology. So if you buy really good quality sock from like the store, like from Nike or Adidas or something, right? you know, the sock that they create is not just cut and sewn fabric. It's actually fabric technology where they weave it in a certain way to mm-hmm. create that support for your feet, right? And it's tied around the heels and the places where it should be tight. And I think by doubling the yarn around the heel section, it sort of mimics that. Right, so you can replicate uh, replicate that same kind uh, of feel. Yeah, that same feel of actual socks, but right. done in crochet. And double that with the extra soft yarn. It's just like double soft yarn around your yeah, heels. Yeah, I keep thinking about the cloud that you mentioned before that you're, you're wearing Walking and stepping on clouds. On clouds. It's yeah. probably an exaggeration, but I think it's like a good way to think about it as you are crocheting. Yeah. If you need motivation to get through to the second <laughs> sock, then think about the clouds. Yeah. And now my last tip. We I feel like this episode has been a little bit long for quick questions, but it's, you know, we are here at our final tip. And that is for the cuff of the sock. So we've talked a lot about building the base of it, what we should do to prepare for it, and how to end it, Mm -hmm. right? So I think for the cuff of the sock, especially in crochet, we want to create like a ribbing for the cuff, right? And we all know how to create ribbing, like a regular half-double ribbing would work. Or you could even do it in like a, say, single crochet ribbing. But if you're doing it in that method, we want to avoid the back loops and work into the third loop, So now we're getting a little bit more technical into this, right? So creating a back loop only half double ribbing would create, you know, like a nice regular rib and a stretchy fabric that could work well for like a beanie or something. But if you're doing it for socks, I think that the stretch or the elasticity of it won't be good enough to hold it up on your feet. And especially if you're walking or if your shoes are a little bit tight or if you're on your feet for a long period of time throughout the day, it's going to you know, ease your sock into your shoe. Yeah. And the worst feeling in the world, and I think everybody can attest to that, yes. is having your socks slip out into yeah. your shoes. Yeah, of course. So I think by creating a ribbing using the third loop would give a really, really tight, sort of rich look, but keeping the elasticity of it really tight. Right, okay. So it kind of like hugs it at that position and not slip off so easily. Yeah, it basically clings to your ankles. <laughs> okay. And if it's, I think this would be especially nice if you're making like a short cuff, like a yeah. short cuff. But if you want to do a longer one and if you're working in the round, this would not be applicable. So if you're working in the round, then 
I can see that the stitches you'll be making for the cuff are front and back posts, in which case then you can ignore this last point because that will work just as well. Oh, okay. And you know, I just thought of something else that was not in my list. Wow, So you guys are going to get, yeah, you guys are going to get a little bonus tip. You always get bonus tip. I always <laughs> I, wait for the end. I always do bonus tips. So, okay, so this, there is your bonus tip, okay? Remember earlier we talked about making knots in crochet? Okay, right. so what do you do with your tails now all sticking out ah, and you have to sew them in? Yes, the finishing. So what I usually tell people is to, you know, sew it in, make a knot, sew it in a little bit more, make another knot, and then sew it in again. Yeah, but we are trying to avoid that, We're right? trying to avoid feeling the knot. Okay, another option would be to split the yarn, like the tail, thread one through one side and one through another side, mm -hmm. tie one knot and then combine it and then sew it in and then split it again and then repeat this two or three times until it's really secure. Mm. I think this could work if you pull your stitches or pull your knots really tight so you don't feel it. But I think in the long run, you are going to feel that knot. So the work around this would to be creating lots of half hitch knots. So you're not actually creating a full knot or like a double knot or like a, you know, like a, a butcher's knot. Right, like right. A surgeon's knot, I think that's what it's called. But create half hitch knots. So you get, you know, like a flat kind of knot that's not too bulgy and fat and pokey uh -huh. and create many half hitch knots along the way. So once you're done, you want to sew it in maybe about two inches. You know, for socks, you want to leave an especially long tail because we're going to be sewing around in the round yeah. a lot. Yeah. Because the, the more we sew in in the round, the less knots we have to make. I see. Okay. So the longer your tail is and the more you sew all your tail in, it's going to be, you know, it's going to prolong the life of your sock a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely it's going to be more secure. Yeah, so we want to make half hitch knots by creating one loop, going through the loop and then pulling it through. So we're not actually making a knot, we're just going loops on itself, around itself. Right, okay, I can see that. So we want to sew our tail in about two inches into a sock, change directions, create a half hitch knot, move forward in two inches in a different direction, create mm. another half hitch knot. And we want to repeat this about two to three times for a regular project. So for socks, I suggest you do it maybe five to six times. Right. You can never be too careful with creating like half yeah. hitch knots in the end of your sock and yeah. securing your ends. Because the worst thing than slidey socks is to have socks that rip apart. Yeah, yeah obviously. Especially if you're going to use them and you're going to wash them frequently and all that. Yeah. And I think for crochet, we already sort of eliminate that problem with knots coming undone just from the very nature of crochet itself. Yeah. Because it's it utilizes closed stitches, right? Unlike open stitches in knit where if, you know, there is a little rip, it just rips right through. Yeah. So doing it in crochet is already an advantage because that's not likely to happen. But in the event that you, you know, wear those socks for like a marathon or something <laughs> and it does come apart, it's easier to save it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, easy fix. Yeah, so that is my 7 plus 1 bonus tip for how to cr crochet good socks for yourself. I'd like to know if you guys actually use these tips for yourself if you're making socks, especially now that we covered socks as part of our Christmas, like the ultimate crochet Christmas gift guide, Yeah. right? So let me know. I really want to hear if you guys use any of these tips or if these tips work or didn't work for you or if I missed something out. Leave a comment and let me know because I really want to hear. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook. We are at Crooked Crochet SG. And also leave a comment telling me how you feel about crochet versus knit. Do you think, you know, if you can't knit crochet or do you yeah. feel like 
knit is more like classy or yeah. you know more polished than crochet. Yeah. I'm not sure. I I totally disagree with that. Yeah. So I want to know what you guys think. I always like questions uh, that you know our listeners uh, ask Throw us. At us. Yeah, yeah about I really like crochet versus knit because I feel like this topic is always so interesting to hear. Uh, and to talk about, and there is no solution to it. There is no answer. Yeah. You can't come to a conclusion yeah. which is better. There are so many videos out there comparing crochet and knit, and the last thing we want to do is offend anybody, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I I do both, and I like both, and I enjoy both. So tell me what you guys think. We really love to hear. Again, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. We are at Crooked Crochet SG. Or you can send us a message on WhatsApp. It's plus six five nine one two seven two seven four three. Or drop us an email uh, at crookedcrochetsg at gmail com. And check back every Sunday. New episodes get released at twelve noon. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye, bye.